following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness, the show that pushes you into a spooky cave again and again and again. I'm Joe, and with me as always, no longer full of birthday cheer, but maybe anniversary anxiety, it's Barney. Mm, anniversary drunkenness. I couldn't remember <laughs> what the last film was, and then my notes for it were just like, this is a birthday film, so I was like, nothing to go on there, is there? Uh, and she's back, fresh from her hey. DJ residency in Misty Oaks, Cleethorpe's premier old folks home, it's Katie. Hello, hey Misty already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you would like to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, all one word, or we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. <sighs> are we doing? It's a big sigh. <laughs> it's been a it's been a long long day. I've just I've just made um, roasted tomato and red pepper soup. Well, I've boiled a kettle and tipped it into a tin of dolmio, but you know, same thing, isn't it? A few basil leaves on top. No, no, no. Yeah, it's fancy. No, I've made it and everything. It's, it's very nice. But I have also just sliced my thumb open on a knife. So it's... What? You've made soup? Yeah. On really hot, humid day? Yeah, it needs using up, needs making up today. It's from the it's from the Gusto box. Oh. And this was the one that had the shortest shelf life. So I had to use it, that. Did you have it gazpacho style? No, I used a spoon. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> We didn't even plan that. That's just yeah. that's just what it's like. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I, it, it's not. Like, it's sweaty here, but it also it's just boosted it down, and it's quite cold now. So um, yeah, I'm quite cold, but that's because I'm a. I don't know, but yeah. Um, how was everyone? That was a strange intro. Um, <laughs> Katie's been on her travels around the world. Yeah. Did you did you I I I find your baby? <laughs> <laughs> Been around the world and yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just realised that you probably don't remember Lisa Stansfield as. Yeah. No, I didn't find anything. There was that. There's a joke from where his from, and it was like, "I'm off to find myself." And he goes, "Well, what if you find out that he's a twat as well?" Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well. Can I tell you about the giant bottle of Prosecco someone left at our party? <gasps> it's huge! Is it open? No. It empty? So it's fully sealed <sighs> with Prosecco inside it. And I went to put it on my wine rack and I thought, it's going to break it because it's really, really heavy. So it's got to live in the kitchen. <laughs> someone been nicked it from like a boat launch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one Teresa brought? Oh, yeah. Um, it's like that. She won it on a raffle and it was like a, a, a Jeroboam of fizzy wine it wasn't even prosecco was it it was like no. mm. well, nobody yeah. claims it it'll end up at the school tombola i got one for my birthday a huge like a double i don't know what they're called Is that um, not a magnum a magnum maybe magnum's an ice cream <laughs> he's also a pi but you know <laughs> gets around a bit yeah but it, the thing is as i was well excited but then it became like quite a big pressure for when to open it you know when you when are you committing to drink two bottles of prosecco in one sitting in one evening yeah because it's too big to go in the fridge once it's open absolutely exactly. you don't even have that many friends to drink it with no. me like share it you could just and go if I let Harvey drink some of it, she'll be on, she'll be oh, giggly no. and asleep. No, no, no. Let's not talk about that. Well, if you need any help, you know where I am. <laughs> I don't think I could carry it. I think it would bust a tire. It's that heavy. <laughs> I don't remember anyone dropping that off. So I don't no, know. No, it's bloody massive. I don't know where. where You'd have seen them dragging it in in a, in a sack. <laughs> yes. 
So, um, as for the past, I don't know, it feels like a long time since we've done an actual good film. Uh, and so this week, uh, we have chosen uh, to do something that is genuinely pretty good and feeds back into what seems to be a weird time loop hobby that we seem to have picked <laughs> up on. Uh, so uh, this week's film is... <laughs> 2020's Palm Springs. Uh, didn't get a cinema release because of COVID. was released straight to Hulu and I think believe was their most watched film of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we have a synopsis? No. Not no, because me. I watched it drunk when we got home, didn't I? Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I mean, the actual synopsis. Stuck in a time loop, two wedding guests developed a budding romance while living the same day over and over again. So, uh, and as you will see, a lot of people have compared this to Groundhog Day, despite the fact it has nothing in common with Groundhog Day, apart from it's a time loop. But a lot of the reviews are quite angry. This is just ripping yeah. off Groundhog Day. And you're like... But is when you're a... reading the facts, um, he mentions that he's, Groundhog he's Day, used, happy he's used all them as like inspiration and that the audience know what a time yeah. loop is, so he doesn't need to lay the groundwork and it just goes straight into it. Yeah, I thought it was very well <laughs> like. done and very well paced, actually, and layered things in nicely all the way through it, so it kept adding stuff to it. I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Well, again, I like Andy Sandberg anyway. I and do. also, it's, um, what's he called? Uh, J.K. Simmons as well who is always good in everything that he's in. Um is he is he the guy who Hey shitbird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff and he always plays kind of the same curmudgeonly character. Yeah. Yeah. Been in Brooklyn 99 and uh, He isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, he is in yeah, Brooklyn 99. Yeah. And he's in that um other film with Andy Sandberg in it. Oh. Where he's he plays a secondary oh. character who's gay. Yeah, I can't remember and what it's called. It's not one of the in it as well. I can't remember what the film was. I know it'll it'll come to me at some point. I could just look it up, but it's I remember it being not one of the better Andy Sandberg films, but no, I might have to rewatch it at some point. Currently working my way through Brooklyn Nine Nine again for like the sixth time while I'm cooking because you should run out of the office. You've got bored of the office by uh, I've got confused because now the thing in the kitchen will play on Netflix and on Prime. And I can't remember where I'm up to with either of them, but I know they're vastly different parts of the story. And I just thought I'll just I'll just do Brooklyn Nine Nine instead again because up until like the last season, it's pretty solid. Um, <laughs> well, um, again, getting getting a little bit off. No, because he's gonna listen to this, isn't he? There we go. He texted me today anyway. Uh, yeah, James's um, stag do. I'm gonna yeah. get. I think I might get steak stud t-shirts made up for us. Yeah. Are you going to get a balloon arch as well? I'm, no, I'm not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to drag that round all night as well. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to get him that, and I was going to get him a uh, Dan Flash's shirt to wear as well. The most complicated pattern that they have. Um, just oh, what? A Dan from, I think you should leave, the Dan Flash's shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, I found them online, but I'm like, I need to get a decent one, not just like a khaki one. But yeah, anyway, enough of... So is, I'll tell him not to listen to this one. No, no, it's fine. He knows. He knows. He wants to, he wants to buy everyone um, one of okay. Thingy's hats with the safari flaps on them. <laughs> I was like, we can't all wear them because we can't all pull them off. No, he was the only one in the shop. He was the only control. one that could do it. <laughs> we could get some Stan So brand fedoras. They don't stink enough. Anyway, to the film. <laughs> um, we open with uh, Andy Sambo's character, Niles. 
which again, I all I can think of whenever they said Niles was really Niles from because <laughs> it's just like he's not a. It's the only Niles anyone knows, isn't it? Uh, he wakes up in bed. Uh, there's a, a young lady there oiling her leg. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like they then proceed to have sex, which That's again, this, this 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 have whole sex. open this this whole opening bit is really bizarre. Because then she's just like, no, um, you, you'll have to finish yourself. And then just like, we just get Andy Samberg wanking in the door. <laughs> and I was like, is this what this film is? Is it one of them? Um, but no, yeah. it's not. It turns out that like uh, he's having difficulty. What are you getting? It's produced by uh, Lonely Planet. No, Lonely no, Island. Lonely Island, and it's very jizzed um, in Muppet. It is very. There's, there's, there's. You can tell <laughs> that, yeah, Akiva Schaefer's had his hand in this at some point, yeah. <laughs> um, but then it just cuts to him on a lilo in a pool drinking beer, right? And you're thinking, okay, what? The dream. What? I mean, yeah. I mean, what's happening here? Uh, some guy comes up, he gives him a beer, and they have a conversation. Uh, he basically says it's the same today as it was tomorrow, and it will be the day after. And so you go, okay, this is a little bit nihilistic, but clearly he's maybe just a bit burnt out or a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's, it turns out this is, um, is it is Misty? Misty's his girlfriend, and is she related to the woman getting married? No, I think she just sees herself as the best friend. Yeah, right. Because I wasn't sure what the relationship was there, but it's it's um, Tala. Tala and mm. um, someone, Abe. Abe, getting married who do not look like um, siblings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're getting married and they're at this this Palm Springs resort for the wedding. Um, and this is where we first sort of see that things are not as they seem because um, Misty does this terrible speech that made me laugh where she just reads things out of the dictionary yeah. and then stops <laughs> and they go, oh, oh that's she's the end. Like, <laughs> weird glitter round her eyes as well. Like, she's yeah. at a festival. Yeah. Yeah, c- commitment. I, re- I, I looked at what makes a long marriage and it's love and commitment. And, uh, and then she says commitment and just gives a dictionary definition and then just pauses. <laughs> yeah. It's so awkward. Which is not how you're meant to do those speeches anyway, are you? You're meant to give the dictionary edition at the start of the speech. Yeah. If you're doing stuff like But anyway, it's to show that she's basically a bit thick. But um, but then it turns out that the... She's a basic the, bitch. She's basic, yeah. But she's attractive. So that's carried her through life this far, I guess. Um. And we introduced to the the female protagonist of this film, Sarah, who is Tyler's sister, older sister, and as we find out later on, a bit of a fuck up. She yeah. drinks too much, and she's she's yeah, she's just like quite a fun the, person the, to be around. The Misty finishes and says, "Come to hear from the actual maid of honor, her older sister, Sarah." And yeah. Sarah has no idea that she's supposed to be doing a speech, and is already yeah. three wine glasses deep. Um, well, is it, she's at the bar going, can you fill the wine up to the top? And she goes, it's not yeah. good wine. And she, and yeah, that she look like I can. <laughs> yeah. We've all been to weddings like that. It's just like, there's an open bar? Right, fine. Um, And so in a weird twist of fate, like um, Niles comes in and does this quite heartfelt speech, like this really good speech about them finding each other, all this sort of stuff. And like Sarah sort of looks at him with puppy dog eyes and they, they go off and they, they have a drink together. Um, the waitress comes over. Here's the two drinks you didn't pick up from the bar. Oh, I always order two, so I don't have to make two journeys. And I was just like, you, you didn't anyway. <laughs> yeah, but... but there's this bit as well where he's like coming towards her, and he's like synchronized everything with every single person. So yes, he's like implying that 
he has been through he 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 knows what's going to happen. I just love he that joined, scene. That's it's really well done. Like he joins <laughs> the dancing bits as he goes through. He puts a chair under someone who's about to fall over. It's yeah. it's, it's really well done. But it's, it, again, it could just be that he's smooth. Like you know what I mean. Yes. At this point, at this point, we don't know um, what's happened. They have this sort of heartfelt conversation about how they're both kind of disappointments. He's he's quite nihilistic in his approach to life, and she has that thing of she isn't the favorite child, and so has fully leaned into it, sort of thing. Um, they go and see, isn't the, do they go and see Misty having well. Is this where they go to see Misty in the toilet yeah, with I the think, vicar? Yeah, she's dressed you... like a, a bullfighter for some reason. Yeah. I think she says, oh, well, you know, aren't you Misty's boyfriend? And he goes, oh, I don't mind. Come yeah. look. And then they go see them having sex. And she's saying, oh, I'm so we're so naughty over and over again. Yeah. And then it's just really funny. It was, yeah, very strange. And so they go off into the desert, which... I, I don't know why that's the first place you'd go into the cold, cold nighttime desert. Uh, but they're lying on the ground, they're talking and stuff, and then they're like, right, let's just go at it like knives then. So uh, Niall stands up, rips his top off, uh, and then takes <laughs> spends ages getting his pants off, and then out of nowhere, he gets struck in the shoulder with an arrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Sarah just starts screaming about what's happening. And I was like, yeah, what is happening? And then, <laughs> the thing was, Niles just goes, I knew it was you, Roy. And I'm like, who's Roy? <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of like limps off into the distance. No yeah. explanation. And um, she's just like laying on the ground screaming at what's happening. Um, and he's, yeah, he like, he hunts down, he shoots, he, he, he like hamstrings him. he get shot him. again? He hamstrings him in the leg. Oh. And he's, I knew I knew I could smell you. As, but he keeps calling him shitbird as well, which makes me <laughs> laugh. Um, and he heads into this cave that's got like a weird glow in it. And as he's crawling in, um, Sarah appears behind him and he's like, don't come into the cave. Don't come in. Uh, and then like he disappears. He's sucked in, doesn't he? Like... Yeah. And then she follows him in and we get this, this, this repeated thing. Like in the Groundhog Day, it would be, I got you, babe. But for, for Niles, it's someone saying, wake up. But it's Misty saying, wake up. Um, and he's, he's back in the room this morning. And this with the is leg, a, the sexy leg. With the sexy, greasy leg. <laughs> yeah. And so we get this the same, I'm assuming we get the same opening. He's in the pool again. While he's in there talking to, I can't remember what the guy was called, I don't know whether he's got a name. He does get a name because turns out there's a story there. Um, Sarah comes running out and just starts, everyone's got cans of beer at all times yeah. in this film, which made me laugh. Because I was like, where is he pulling these from? <laughs> But he, he falls, it, it was a really nice bit because he falls in the water and these cans are hitting the water like in a war film yeah. like where the bullets breach into the water and slow down. And I was like, oh, oh okay. She's screaming, what, what have you done to me? What's happening or something? What? Yeah. I don't know what next. But then we get the same morning told from Sarah's side. So she wakes up in this room yeah. and is like, she looks out the window and this guy going, oh, it's a great day for a wedding. And she's like, oh, this is strange. Um, and she goes outside and she sees that there's the, the wedding breakfast stuff is still up and all that jazz. And she's, this isn't right. And then she sees Niles in the pool and realizes that it's the same day again. So yeah. she goes out and yells at him. Um, and he basically says that, yeah, we're in a we're in a time loop. Um, if you die or fall asleep, the day just restarts, which. Yeah. Which which do you reckon you get the benefit of the sleep? doing that because i like my sleep that's the only thing i like in life at the moment is sleeping (laughs) like so if you got drunk the night before 
as in in your re- actual moving line. You'd wake up hang- hungover every day, even if you didn't drink that evening. But that's why I'm assuming Niles is pretty much drunk all the way through the film. Yeah, because we're moving. Well, yeah, it's it removes. But they're saying that as well. It removes that sort of control that you would normally feel as to to, as to what mm. I mean. He doesn't do dark things. It turns out, but um, I mean, he does a bit. Well, we yeah, but he says that like yeah, um, killing yourself doesn't work either. He says like I've tried it, I've killed myself so many times. Yeah, uh, but he, he says if you're gonna, and she's like, well, okay, let's test the theory then, and starts accelerating down the road, and he takes his seatbelt off and just rests his head against the dashboard, <laughs> like, and he says it's better to die instantly than to be in pain because pain, pain is still real. Yes, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, and then like they wake up the next morning again, and we have this thing as time progresses. They go to a bar, um, which I quite liked because there's that lady in it who's the daytime prostitute from My Name Is Earl. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> who's who's the same character in every film and stuff yeah. she's in. But he, yeah, they ba- he basically explains that like life, nothing matters because it all comes back around again. Like he pays like a hundred dollars for a, a chocolate bar and like has has yes. been through this day. He knows everyone and, and, and all this stuff. And, and they're like, well, it's, I think Sarah says like, have you ever had sex? And he's like, yes. Um, yeah, and he lists all the people he's had sex with, doesn't he? He says only two. Um, no. I think he lists two. And then he lists the guy in the pool as well. Yeah. At that time. <laughs> and then and he the says, dad. oh, and your dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I'm only joking. Um, hmm. And she says, have you ever, have me and you ever hooked up? And he goes, no, 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 no. It gets kind of boring after a while. And then we we get what is like, I think one of the best getting to know you montages. <laughs> Because it's just them being knobheads, basically. Messing around, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like training for a dance sequence. Um, I think one of my favourite lines in the film is where he comes in and there's a bomb in the cake. Don't worry, I used to be a bomb guy. And he just attaches it to a harpoon <laughs> and fires it into the sky. But then Sarah's got an eye patch and a hook and, and they're just doing bits. Unknown origin. <laughs> but yeah, they're just doing like they're just doing what you would do and he's got someone to do it with now he's got a friend he's got an ally but it turns out we find out that was he called rob the guy that shoots him roy 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 Roy. turns out a similar thing happened they would they got drinking um had a great night went to the desert again everyone going to the desert yeah must be a thing and like niles he says this this was early on but also i don't know because time doesn't make any sense anymore um, but now Roy is stuck in this loop as well. And he, he comes... says, this is the best night of my life. I wish I could do this every night or something like that. And but again, they have... Sandberg is like, oh, well, okay. They have, a, they, have a, they have a good night of them. Like, There's a bit where they're sitting in the bath going, I am the ship, which made me chuckle. God, it's, just, <laughs> it's just weird shit you do, isn't it? Um, and, and yeah, but obviously nobody would want this. This is hell. I think, like, I think Niall says like, this could be heaven, this could be hell, this could be purgatory. It, I don't know what it is. But and I don't know how long I've been here for. It yeah. it's it's the thing. I mean, I I believe on the um director's commentary for it, he says it's anywhere between four and four million years he's been there for. Yeah. Which hmm. um, but yeah, he he Roy apparently Roy lives out in Irving, which I'm guessing is a distance away from Palm Springs. Yeah. So he only sees him every so often. But then he we get a montage. Make the journey. Yeah. <laughs> but then we get a montage of Roy just doing tortures on him (laughs) setting him on fire setting him on fire uh he's like electrocuting him with like a a car battery and stuff he's he's got some anger issues (laughs) which is understandable because 
again, he's been forced into this 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 weird hell. Does he um, go and see Roy because Sarah said that she's not doing this anymore and she's... He goes to see Roy, I think, to like oh, make God. amends for it and, and mm. get closure later on. Um, yeah. but, um, she tries this... different things, doesn't she? So she tries to kill herself. She runs over Roy. In the oh, well, yeah. we, we get that bit where they're driving along and they've had like a, a bit of a weird sort of argument because as it turns out, it's not her room she wakes up in. The night previous, she has had sex with the groom. With her, mm, yeah. and she she realizes that like maybe I can get out of this by learning a lesson. And so on 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 one of the wedding days, she says, "I'm assuming she says to her sister, yeah, I, I slept with your husband last night, hoping that that will somehow redeem her. Yeah. It does not. Um, no, she's she, the next one she wakes up and be like, life is meaningless. Let's go. Let's go. And they've given each other tattoos. Um, they're yeah. doing all this in the shape of, of penises. In the penises. Yeah. Um, they go into the bar and do this incredibly bizarre dance routine while flipping it's a great everyone. Dance off. Routine. It's brilliant, but it comes out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, as they're driving along, this this cop car's following them, and so eventually it turns out that it's Roy. Um, she runs off. Ah, he's gonna and but then like breaks Roy's legs with the police cruiser, <laughs> and then they sit down and like um, Niles is like, no, we don't hurt people. Like pain is still real. That's not what we do. And she's like, yeah, but he was gonna kill. And it's this thing. And then this is where like they start falling apart basically because it turns mm-hmm. out that yeah, he's had sex with her thousands of times. He said all I had to do was that speech. Save you from doing that speech. Yeah. Which is the first night he met her in this iteration if you think about it isn't it so it's 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 yeah so she sort of runs into a truck and then this is where we get her he doesn't um niles doesn't see her for days and days well i don't know how long it takes uh but niles gets even more sort of depressed and nihilistic uh the the parents are arguing and he's just making margaritas like i think he's called nile because of nihilism possibly yes uh, I, that did cross my mind, but also, mm. but yeah, where he's just making margaritas at like eight in the morning while they're arguing <laughs> about where the daughter is. I was like, yep. But also, he's he's like, eh, maybe he just doesn't care because it's not about her, and he gets quite despondent with it all. And yeah. And, um. But like Sarah has said, you need to speak to Roy and like find like you know make peace with this. Um. But it turns out all this time, oh, I think Sarah at one point drove all the way to Texas. As well, she drove home. She drove home, but it was just her singing at herself in the car that made me laugh as well. <laughs> I am awake, uh, and it turns out Niles once got all the way to Buenos Aires while smoking crystal meth, but they got him. <laughs> they arrested him as soon as he got off the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's like so. It is that thing, uh, but it says that she's using this time to learn about quantum mechanics, uh, general relativity, and stuff. And we get like a, another learning montage of this. Um, yes. And she figures out that by timing the loop, there's a gap between them leaving and them re-arriving in the morning. And she theorizes if she explodes herself, they will break free of the loop. She tries it on this goat. Yeah. The next day, the goat's not there. But I was like, would that work? Because that doesn't make sense to me. She said well, you have to get you have to get out of the loop in the three point something seconds. Yeah, no, so but like explode. How did the goat know though to get out in the three point? Oh, so she had a clicker, didn't she? Also, uh, where she got Semtex from? I know. Yeah, I thought that. How <laughs> you can get anything if your life's going to restart in the day, isn't it? I know and money's no object, it. but where do you source plastic explosives from? It's America. You can probably get it in fucking Walmart, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> For security. Um, Next to the guns. Um, so she, yeah, she theorizes this, and she reappears and offers Niles this escape. Um, he confesses that he loves her, and she's like, 
you don't even know of each other. you don't you don't know me all you know yeah. is this version of me and he says and then she she accuses him of being afraid to leave the loop because he's he's been in there he doesn't but she's asked him what his job was and he goes i honestly oh, don't okay. know so yeah, it's, it, been... it's been in there so long um and so i also like the fact that she I, I don't know whether like it was meant to be but the thing she drew on the mirror looked very similar to the cock and balls she had tattooed onto her. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, maybe it was just me. I can spot a cock and balls <laughs> places. Um, but she says, well, I'm going tonight. If you don't want to come with me, that's fine. Um, she she tries to convince her not to do it. Yeah, we can stay here well. forever. Yeah. And I'm like, it sounds fun, but it's not, is it? No. It's like so it's the first couple it, of days, it? but then it's not, not. If it was any other day where you could go and do anything else, but a wedding, you're tied to that, aren't you? That's the thing. Mm. But so yeah, she goes to the wedding, she gives like a really a genuine heartfelt speech about her sister, um, and like hugs her and like um I think Niles has figured out that she slept because Niles is laying like the groom's room and they're all doing coke. And then he mm-hmm. smells her hair on the pillow. It was somewhat weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's come to really intimately know the same smell, doesn't he? Or something we, like that. Again, we don't, we don't know how long they've been in it. That's the thing. Um, and so, and we see her making a phone call to someone as well, which pays off. Um, and then after finding out this, he realizes that's why she wants to leave because she can't keep waking up in that room every day. He rushes mm-hmm. to the cave. Um, <laughs> you get that great bit with the gun guy. He's like, I'm your son. And he's like, I always knew I had a son. <laughs> Which again, <laughs> it's just a weird bit. I wanted uh, to know who that gun guy, what pictures he was shooting. Who was he shooting at? It's the picture of the guy who stole his wife. Right. It is explained earlier on when they're firing because he, he, I think it's the goat that escapes because he stood next to it with like a rocket launcher. And I'm like, they're uh... not going to explode a goat, surely. That's but yeah, they're just shooting holes. And he's like, who's the who's the mustache man? And it turns out, yeah, it was the it was the guy who, um, he got oh he he, he goes to the bar first and Dala like sort of gives him advice in a way. Um, oh, yeah. but he, he goes there and he says, look, like if we're if we're going, I'd rather die in the cave with you than live here on my own. Um, he does one of those extend. She says you've got one sentence, and he does that like extended sentence. <laughs> yeah, colon, which again, semicolon, ampersand. <laughs> which again is ellipses. Is, again, it's just good sort of bits. They're both. I really like both of these people in it. They're yeah, like nice bad characters. Uh, they walk into the cave, and we kiss, and it harkens back to the speech about um, there's you'll find even in the darkest times you'll find light. Because the light is there. I was like, that's quite nice. Um, that's what Dumbledore says. I, it's a lot of people have said it. I'm fairly sure Roy says that when they first meet as well. Because <laughs> well, he is wise. <laughs> after I like your hat. But yeah, uh, Niles has been to see Roy as well at this point and found out that like Roy is a family man, but he's never going to see his kids grow up um, because mm. they're stuck in this day over and over again. And no, then he, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was mean that um, they don't go and say to Roy that we're going to try and escape. Well, that's they what the phone call. That's what the phone call was. Oh, it was a phone call. Oh. Yes, that's what the message was. It was a little bit after the. If you watch the mid credits, there's a little mid credits oh, sequence. I missed that. Yeah, oh. um, and it was just the fact, <laughs> the fact that Niles goes, "Can I stay for dinner?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> 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 you wouldn't mind killing me, so I don't have to travel all the way back. And he just shoots <laughs> him in, shoots him in the chest at point blank in range. A bin. <laughs> in a, a bin. In a bin. It's recycling day. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just that made me chuckle. Um, but yeah, they go through the thing, and it turns out that. Um, they have managed to break the loop. They're in this pool in this house. What we found out earlier is that this family are away on this day, and you're thinking, oh, maybe it hasn't worked. 
and they're just sitting in this pool drinking these little weird cans of beer that they've always got on them. And then the family show up and are like, oh, it must be the next day. I think you said it, November the 10th is the day they come yeah, home, I guess. Come back, yeah. So they have escaped from the thing. And then it just pans. They don't get out of the pool. They just, I don't know. just like, but, and then that's it. Like, that's the film. It's there's a lot more. The dinosaurs in the background, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't get that. Because it's like when they dinosaurs... go and do mushrooms. Yeah, here when they're doing mushrooms. And then they're so there I thought at it the was. End. So are the dinosaurs in the time loop? So this is one of my facts, but I'll just skip it then. Oh, go it's... on. They, um, in the director's cut, they say something like they would put them there to mess with the viewers at the end, just to be like, right. are okay. they really out of the loop, or are they the dinosaurs? Oh, right, I, I just I didn't understand the dinosaur bit at all, <laughs> to be so honest. According to the writer Andy Ciara, the dinosaurs are meant to be real. If Niles and Sarah, two characters who didn't think they were capable of love, can find it, then the dinosaurs must really exist. Okay. <laughs> Again, I, I assume... Maybe in just... this multiple universe, there's one universe where there's dinosaurs existing. <laughs> Who knows? Like, I, it was just one of those. I assumed it was just put in there to mess with you because yeah. I was like, it, it makes no sense otherwise. <laughs> um, and then, the, like the film ends, um, and then in the mid-credit sequence, we're at the wedding again, and Roy shows up um, after receiving the, the voicemail, goes over to Niles and asks if the plan works, and Niles goes, "I, I don't know who you are." Like has a genuine oh. no, no, no recognition on his face, and then Roy sort of goes, "So it, it, it does work." Then. When he goes to the barmaid, light him up. I need a lot of alcohol because yes. blow himself up. Because <laughs> also Niles is wearing like a tuxedo and like a proper formal wedding attire and not like a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops like he has yeah. throughout the entire film. Uh, yeah. So it is implied that it works, but also, but then right, and that, that's the film. But if it resets on that day, does no? Does that mean Niles and Sarah don't know each other, or is that an alternate timeline? Or this is the problem with alternate. time travel. Well, I was keep thinking about is there a timeline where Roy's family find Jake's Jake Niles' <laughs> body in their bin and get implicated for their, his murder? And presumably Roy's disappeared as well because he's Niles. Dead. Yeah, Niles does say he's never at one point, I think when they're up near the burrito truck, uh, he, he does mention alternate timelines, but he says it, it doesn't do to dwell on it. Um, yeah, no. So. But yeah, it's 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 one. There is a lot more to this because it, it's a lot more nuanced, and there's a lot of things happen mm. that feed into other stuff, and we, we we can't go through it all like that because it'd be boring as fuck. But I really really like this film. I like uh, this uh, one. Can, compared to it's the... the best time loop film we've watched this year, <laughs> and, it's, it's, and we've it's, watched what, the fourth... two. <laughs> this is the third third one. Third one. Uh, meet cute. The Time Traveller at Christmas's War Wife, or whatever she, that one called, that Darren made us watch. That wasn't a loop. Well, no, but it was time travel. Well, also, did we not do The Wedding Veil? Was that this year? That's time travel. I that's watched time. Wedding Veil. I think I watched Meet Cute, although I can't remember what happened. Yeah, you did watch Meet Cute. Yeah, Kelly Cow and that tall lad. Yeah. And what happened? She went on she, a time... Time travelling sun, sunbed. Time, yeah. You oh, were yeah, 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 it was, yeah. I think you did Wedding Veil as well. I think I did as well, yeah. it was like the woman... With ten the years in the hair. future. Oh, we've done the woman, the hallmarky one who goes ten years in her future. That's the Wedding Veil. Oh, is that the... <laughs> yeah, her mum puts the Wedding Veil on her and she finds out she's got grotty kids and... Oh. Yeah. And I was all like, oh, I'd go back and cancel the wedding because my future looks horrible. But, think, um, well, was it birthday wish where she got a glimpse? The optician put the drops in her eyes. Was that we won't go into wish? the birthday wish because I still don't understand the birthday wish. 
But yeah. So, so this is our seventh time film. <laughs> it's the 99th time film we've done this year. There is also another one with Aubrey Plaza in it I've been recommended as well. So we'll do that when we have to do a good film again. But yeah, I thought it was it was kind of clever. It's I thought it was very funny as I well. It was funny. Um, purely for well, actually for 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 Niles and Sarah to be fair, and Roy, like well, every, I, well. and it's. It's like you said, because everyone's familiar with Groundhog Day and stuff like that, they didn't need to explain all that. You know, like in Batman films where they always show Batman's parents dying at the start. We get it. Batman's parents are dead. You don't have to keep showing me that. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, uh, your scores, Barney? Uh, six golden tiny IPA cans. Oh, nice. Uh, apparently, <laughs> not an IPA. It, it, it should be a, a watery, light lager that needs to be served cold. Because he's drinking <laughs> it all day, isn't same, he? I think we've yeah, read yeah. the same articles. Yeah, these facts are not going to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, damn. But yeah, because he's drinking it all day, so it's got to be like a session beer, hasn't it? Yeah. But there again, also, he's <laughs> drinking, drinking whiskey and margaritas, and I'm fairly sure he just drinks loads of vodka at one point in the morning when she's when Sarah's run away. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Katie, you got to think of something scramble now, aren't you? <laughs> I know. I was going for the IPAs. Um, four pizza-shaped lilos. Out of four. Damn you! That's what I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for for four gold priests in matador outfits. <laughs> Um, so Andy Sandberg said that there was multiple endings written and shot. Oh. Um, they had a private friends and family screening of the different versions to get opinions on which one worked. And he said, so it might not have been the be- perfect, but everyone on the scene liked that one. <laughs> yeah, so, you wanted a happy ending, don't you? Like... You did want them to get out, I think. Yeah, it's suffered enough. Yeah. Um, I think you've already referenced this, but it holds the record for the biggest sale of a film at the Sundance Film Festival at 17 million. 17 million 500. uh, Beating the previous record by 69 cents. 69. 69. That's Lonely Island all over it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so during the learning physics montage, she, Sarah contacts a physicist called Clifford Johnson, and Johnson is the actual scientist who works on the movie, helping the filmmakers come up with an original premise that actually made sense in terms of physics. Oh, so apparently, okay. all of this could happen somewhere. I mean, maybe it's it a is. Proper physics man. A proper physics man. Yeah. The Groundhog Day have that? No, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the scene between Niles and Roy where Niles compliments Roy Hat and Roy responds, of course you do, was improvised. <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> Come <course> on. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Um, although it was set in Palm Spring, it wasn't actually shot in Palm Spring. It was in Palmdale and Santa Clarita. Oh, which like the, uh... They were the most... I was thinking of... Is that Santa Clara's Diet, that one with Drew That's Barrett? what I was thinking. Yeah, the yeah. Car- cannibals thing, yeah. Wish the cannibals or zombies? Oh, yeah. A zombie that's a cannibal. I always get confused between that and eye zombie. Um, yeah. I've seen that one. 
Um, yeah, so not actually in Palm Spring, but Palmdale. It's the closest. It's close enough. It's a palm. It's a palm, yeah. Is it in a desert? It, yeah, well, it did say it used those locations most because they simulate the look of Palm Springs, especially with the desert and vegetation. I was going to say, I'm assuming that desert is where they filmed a lot of Star Trek and like yeah. stuff like that. I well, guess. speaking of things that have been reused, the cave scene was filmed at Bronson Caves, which was made famous in the 1960s Batman series. But they killed his parents. They killed oh, his parents in the cave. Is that where the, that? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go and check that now. Because well, is it the bit where the the, the the Batmobile, the thing falls down, the Batmobile comes out of that cave? Is that that cave? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. <gasps> That's cool. <laughs> I'm oh, starstruck now. Of of a landmass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, my final fact is they initially shot the scene with Niles running naked through the desert with Samberg's stunt double, and then shot it again with Samberg himself just in case it was too obviously not him. But they went with the Samberg bum because he said, My butt was funnier. I mean, yeah. I think he does is funny, isn't it? Even his butt. So that's my, that's my facts. The poor stunt man. I know. We don't want your butt. It's not funny enough. Not funny enough. Yeah, funny enough. Set yourself on fire. Your butt's too serious. <laughs> I went down. I went down the one out of ten routes because everyone seems to be really angry that this wasn't Groundhog Day. Oh uh, well, I went the opposite way, and there were a lot of good reviews. Um, so I found Ricky Dry County, who gave it a three out of ten, and called it Sandberg versus Sandler. Okay. Oh, because there's oh, there's fifty-one dates. Fifty-first what? dates. Fifty-first dates. Mm. That's Call not. Me. Go on. That's not a time loop, though. That she's got amnesia, isn't it? Mm. Yes. But she's living the same day every day, I guess. They try and simulate the fact that she's having the exact same day at first. In 50, 50, 50. I can't remember. But she's Go on. just ageing. Where are they aging? Yeah. So aging this, yes. You look good. Uh, call me an old-fashioned bore, but they really suck at making movies these days. Yeah. How on earth is this an 84 out of 100 on Metacritic is beyond me, even by their laughable standards? This is absolute pedestrian drivel. Ooh. Out of the many recurring day themes in movies and TV, brackets, Groundhog Day, 51st Date, Supernatural, this is definitely the worst. This made an 85-minute runtime seem unwatchable and never-ending, probably because Sandberg is such a third-rate version of Sandler. How <laughs> dare you? Now, Big Dry. Um... With none of the likability of the latter. Even my girl, who can consume modern BS with more tolerance than me, was found fast-forwarding this annoyance multiple times. Whose butt's funnier? Adam Sandler's or oh, Andy Would Sandler. Sandler gets on me nerves. Adam Sandler's only good yeah. in about three films. Would he have liked it more if Andy Sandberg had done silly voices and had a fight with some shampoo? Oh, shampoo goes on first. Would he have liked that more, would he? <laughs> Ricky Dry County. Would you, Ricky Dry? Uh, well, I got one by William JB, a one out of ten. Only a prepubescent child would love this. If you're showing Woo! a child a prepubescent child, a film where there's quite a lot of sexing in it, then um, <laughs> this is truly the most garbage movie I've ever seen. As a film student, right? So at this point, I was like, no, oh, here we go. Professional. Is he? Um, I have no idea what the director was doing as he put this Mesecure together. I think it's supposed to sell ma say massacre, but it looks That's like massacre. Uh, so obviously he's got spell check when he hands his student film scripts in. The shots are random and unmotivated, even for a comedy. 
I love comedies and Andy Samberg, but the writing is so awful, I don't see how a writer could be happy showing this to anyone. And the producers must have been so eager for a script that they couldn't recognise how terrible it is. The editing and sound mixing look like they've been done by amateurs. Yeah, the sound mixing looks like it's been done by it. Frick. Besides the few creative cinematic shots and the three or four decent lines of dialogue, there's absolutely nothing good about this film. And anyone who thinks this is great must have a very low intellect and poor appreciation of good films. I bet he's got a, I bet he's got a poster of Scarface on his fucking wall, this lad. Definitely an incel, isn't he? I mean, like, a few creative cinematic shots. Mate, it's not Citizen Kane. It's a bit of fluff, like... But that has some interesting points raised in it, yeah, actually, and about and yeah. what is the meaning yeah. of life. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, you know, this lad's got like a, a fucking prospect script, like Billy and the Clonosaurus. Like, you, you know, it's it's. Oh, I hate you, William JB. He was hoping to be um, found in with that review and be put yeah. in the Guardian. In, in, in the one of the yeah. seven hundred and forty-three reviews I found for this online. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there was also another one which is like, how is this movie rated seven out of seven point four out of ten? Are you all twelve? And again, they seem to be obsessed with children <laughs> watching this film, despite the fact I'm fairly sure it's a fifteen, if not an eighteen, because there's some swearing and texting in it. So, but yeah, it was just one of those things that, like, I thought it was. I like it. Maybe my standards are low, but also <laughs> like. I know what I like. I like this. I thought it was very good. I like Andy Samberg in most stuff. Apart from, Oh, there's a fucking hell. What does Rick Dry County think? Look up Rick Dry County, or whatever he was called. See how he feels about that one that's got Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler in it. Uh, oh. That's my boy, or whatever. I bet he loves that, or half of it at least. Don't, Barney. Oh, I don't know. No, I am. I'm on it. <laughs> but, yeah. it's, it's mm. 2012. What? That's when it came out. That's my boy, 2012. Really? Yeah. It's terrible. Wow. I, I couldn't make it to the end of that because that was absolute dog shit of a film. I'd laugh if I found it. He was like, this is the best film ever. As a film student, I find that the uh, the nice use of tracking shots and also references to, you know, Kurosawa's... Shut up. Well, he won't, would he? He'd be like, Sandler makes this film. <laughs> When Andy Sandberg got married, he invited Adam Sandler to the wedding. Sandler showed up as a character in this movie, outfit and all. Oh, okay. I know he he appears in an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Sandler. Yeah, he does. He's in the auction, isn't he? He's in the auction as himself uh, when he does the charity auction. It's a it's a it's a film about the Russian Civil War or whatever. Oh, really? Who does Kevin James play in it? Yeah. It's fine. Oh, Ricky Dry County's got like a professional photograph and all that shit. He's really? he's he's paid to have himself put on. He's been I, a member for fourteen years. Maybe he's paid, oh, Ricky. paid to have him paid to have himself put on IMDb. What kind of sad loser would do that, Mark? Ma- no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has Bunny done that? Yeah, yeah. What a knob. Well, <laughs> out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> I want to know. I'm find him and like, can I um block him, like report him for stuff? Yeah. Every every no, reviewing post, I'm going to report. I don't him. know how much it costs <laughs> to do it, but like, I don't know. Uh, in conclusion, that was 2020s Palm Springs. I forgot what it was called then for a second. <laughs> you don't be reporting plenty for stuff. Uh, What's don't. his name? <laughs> no, if I'm just, not. If you just look up hundred things on there, it should come up. Um, but yeah, that was uh, 2020's Palm Springs, uh, a film we all thoroughly enjoyed. But what was he called? Mr. Dry Chaps didn't. <laughs> uh, I don't think you'd be dry in chats, would you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, really. <laughs> um, 
your favourite lines from the film? Uh, I can't. I just like the dance scene where he does everything. That's not really yeah. a line, though, is it? It's not really like, lines. Choreate. It's physical comedy. Uh, I was going to say, I did also like that bit where um, Misty accuses him of cheating and he just starts repeating what she's saying yeah. at the same time. That was fun. Again, a lot of fun bits that we didn't touch on. Go and watch it. It's on everything, I think. I think it's a, it's a Hulu or Prime. Fine. If you're it's American, on it's on it's on Hulu, but if not, it's you can find Hulu, it yeah. on one of those sketchy sites, I'm sure. It's very fun, and it's 90 minutes. This is a good 90 minutes, as yeah. opposed to Wedding Jamboree 7, or whatever the crap <laughs> there was we watched last time. The birthday wish, I told oh. you, with the mad optician. Yes, it feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> Say goodbye, boys and girls. Goodbye, boys and girls. It's pronounced Khaled Leto.